0: How would you like it if you could just sit back and hungry, excited, motivated clients would just come to you? The exact kind of clients you want to work with would just be knocking on your door, blowing up your email inbox, blowing up your voicemail, asking to work with you. That's basically the dream of every small business owner. And that's what we're going to talk about today. You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one-to-two-person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. If I had a nickel for every person that told me, I really just wanna do the work. I don't wanna have to go out and find clients. I wish somebody else could go find the clients for me. I would be a very wealthy person because that is what most people in the design creative branding world want. You didn't get into this business because you wanted to be a salesperson. You didn't get into this business because you wanted to be a business owner. You started doing this because you're a creative person or you're a strategic person or you worked at a big agency or a company doing marketing communications work. And at some point you said, I can do this for clients directly and make a lot more money and have a lot more freedom. But at no point did you probably think, and I really want to go find my own clients. That was just a byproduct of going out on your own. So I do meet a lot of creatives who say, I just need to hire somebody to go find the clients for me, which if you've been around the block at all, you know, is not an easy or really even possible scenario. Finding clients is a key piece of running a business and finding clients is about marketing and sales. Marketing being anything you do to get in front of and be seen by and be known by potential clients. And sales being what you do with those potential clients to turn them into paying clients. So let's talk about what it looks like to actually sit back and have clients approach you and ask you to work with them. Because that's what we all want. And that tends to be the promise of most marketing campaigns out there that are marketing to all of us. We're all being told... Hey, wouldn't you like a way where you didn't have to go chase clients, the bane of everybody's existence? And there's a lot of different ways to do it, but they all come down to a fundamental similar strategy. They, they all have to do with how do I get you in front of these people more and more? How do I generate demand? Because let's assume that there are actually tons of people out there who, if you just happened to meet them at a party would be ready to buy from you on the spot. Let's assume that's true. We have to operate under the assumption that there are people out there who are a perfect, perfect fit for you. And if you just happened to be at a dinner party with them because they're a friend of your friend and you got to talking and you told them what you did and they told you what they needed, you'd be a match made in heaven and they would hire you on the spot and they'd pay whatever you asked for. If we assume that that's true, then marketing, your job marketing, is to get in front of as many Potential people that are like that as possible, so that those magical people, those ideal fits, actually see you. Because right now, they don't even know you exist. So you've got ideal clients who are ready to hire you. You've got them all over the world, probably, but they don't know you exist, so they can't hire you. So here you are without the clients you want. And there are those clients without you as the perfect person to help them. In order to sit back and have clients come to you, you have to go out there in some way and be seen by those people. And if we're gonna really simplify it, there's really only two buckets of how to do that. One of them is by creating content so that there are ways for them to interact with you, whether that is creating your own content by writing blog posts, creating videos, being active on social media, uh, being active in person, speaking at events, or, and or, appearing on other people's existing media. So being a guest on a podcast, speaking at someone else's event where they bring the audience and you are a speaker, guest blogging, being featured in some sort of press or being quoted in an article. These are all ways to get in front of more people. Those can be both organic and not organic, right? You can do some of that for free. So just your The sweat that it takes to actually create that content, or you can pay to have that content get out there. Some people are invited to speak and they do it for free. Some people are invited to speak and they get paid for it. And some people pay to speak at events because if the audience is being brought to you, it's worth it to pay to get in front of that audience and share your message. So there are different ways. Same with getting placed in a blog or even having press hits. You can do the work yourself. And do the legwork to get those placements, or you can hire a PR company to help you get placed. So within the organic space, you can do it for free and you can do it paid. And then there's the other bucket, which is straight paid advertising, paying for Google ads, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Pinterest ads, paying to have your message be seen by your ideal market so that some of those people opt in and get to know you and then eventually buy from you unless I'm missing something big here, all marketing is going to fall into generally one of those two categories. If you go the route where you're not going to pay any money, which you can absolutely do, and I pretty much did that for a while, you're going to spend a lot of time doing it because you have to create all of this content from scratch. And regardless my opinion is regardless of whether you're going to pay for marketing you still need to do that because that is the foundation of what you're going to put out there like the the work of synthesizing your ideas and how you think and your point of view into content that people can relate to and connect with that's work that nobody can do for you. You have to do it yourself. At least if you want to say something interesting that connects with people in a real way. If you hire people from the very beginning to do that work for you, what they're going to create is going to be something that is a regurgitation of whatever is already out there. The only way to truly create something that is special and unique to you is for you to do the work to create that initial content. So you have to pay with your time and your effort, but it's worth it in my opinion, because that is the work of building the foundation of your business and the assets of your business and what's so valuable about you, which is putting yourself and what you think out there so that people want to hire you and your business. Okay, so that's the free, the quote, free place. It's not free because time is money. So if you're spending time on that, you're not spending that time working with clients. So you're paying no matter what. Um, But it's an investment, right? It's an investment in the future success of your business. And then there's the paid advertising. Paid advertising is not something I recommend anybody do until they have done a decent amount of that foundational organic work because you have to do the organic work to figure out what is actually going to be Special and interesting about you. It's the same way that you don't want to do marketing until you've built a brand. Like, until you've really sussed out what your point of view is and all the interesting things that you have to say, if you try to pay for marketing without doing that work, you're going to say generic things. You're going to go first level messaging, and your audience is going to ignore you because there's so much advertising out there. There's so much paid advertising out there, and there's a lot of crap, but there's also a lot of great stuff. And if you put out, cra- I mean, I put a lot of energy into the paid advertising that I do. And it's all based on very thoroughly thought out organic content that I've done that I know resonates with people. And it's still really expensive. And you can spend a lot of money testing things that don't go anywhere. Like it's not a straight shot with paid ads at all, as I've talked about many times before, because I don't think anyone should go into the paid advertising space until they have truly tested their message and they know that it's resonating with their audience. So paid advertising, I see it as the fuel on the fire. You don't spend money on paid advertising. I wouldn't even spend money on paying a marketing firm or a PR firm to help you get placement until you've put the time and energy into thoroughly untangling your ideas and putting them into a compelling message that you feel really strongly about and that you have experienced that at least a small group of people really resonates with so you got to start with that first you have to do the work of figuring out that message you want to create content so that you can unwrap that message right it's not just like one word or one sentence it's it's a bunch of ideas that support that message for example um so you know my brand, this brand, the No BS Agency brand, which is a new brand, relatively new brand that I started building less than a year and a half ago. It has a lot of the same concepts as my previous brand of Badass Your Brand and my book. I mean, you know, obviously they're all going to be very similar because these are things that I think and I've experienced. But I built the new brand in order to support this program and my ability to support the the small branding Agency world. And it's got a lot of clear messages that I talk about over and over again. The idea of profit over revenue, the idea of how to price your services, the idea of not doing free proposals, right? These are things that, if you listen to my stuff, you hear it over and over again. These are kind of pillars of my brand idea. So now when I go to pay for advertising, I already have a sense of the kinds of topics I'm going to be spending money on. And so it still takes testing and costs money to figure out, you know, which ads are going to work where and and all of that. But at least I'm starting with something that's pretty solid. So this is like a, I guess a side, <laughs> a side note to anybody who thinks that ads are a quick, easy way to—they're um, neither quick nor easy—but a quick, easy way to like solve some problem. It, they're not. Um, but they are amazing as fuel on a fire. So if you get your little cooking fire your your little s'mores fire going and you've got some flames you're 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 cooking with gas you're con- you're connecting with people that's when you can spend money to amplify that reach and that's when marketing dollars make sense now i just described this whole very high level this whole idea of what it looks like to build a presence online and how to build an audience and the reason that that is so valuable is that when you build that audience and you have a machine, I call it like an authority machine. If you build an authority machine where you're out there bringing audience in and then you have an internal way of nurturing those people over time into being your biggest fans and also giving them a lot of insight into how you think and how you work and getting to know you and getting to trust you if you build that machine so that they don't have to interact with you one-on-one, but they can interact with your content over time and build that trust, much like you might be doing right now with this podcast, right? I'm recording this podcast and lots of people are listening to it and people will continue to listen to it over the next months and hopefully years. That's part of a machine that is allowing me to do something once, record this episode once, but allow infinite people to get value out of it and get to know just a little bit more about me and what I think. And so that some of those people eventually will learn enough about me that they'll say, I really want to work with this person. Hey guys, I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favor. If you love this podcast, if you love this episode, I would be grateful if you would share it with a friend who would benefit or better yet on Instagram in your stories and tag me at Pia Loves Your Biz. It really is the best way for others to find out about the show. And I thank you in advance for your help. All right. Back to the episode. That's what an authority machine looks like. If you put enough of this stuff out there, you will be able to step back and let that content do the heavy lifting. Now you still have to show up and create that. But you have to create less and less of it over time because you don't need infinite amounts of content. you need a stable of content. And that's the third phase of the NoBS agency mastery program is authority machine building because as you've just as I've just explained, it does take some time. And you can't just do it in a couple of days or a couple of months even, um, not for it to really work as the machine that I'm talking about where you can sit back. But these days, I don't have to create much and I can sit back and I get emails every single day from people who are interested in working with me. That's a machine. So if you don't have anything like what I'm talking about, do not worry. It is absolutely in your future if you want it to be. I remember when I had the aha moment of realizing that I could build this machine for myself. And then I didn't need permission. I didn't need to be inducted into this by somebody else. Like for a while there, I thought, oh, I need somebody else who has a lot of audience to recognize me. And then somehow that's going to help me. I don't know what I thought. Like the first time I was in Forbes, way before I had a Forbes article, I thought that was going to change my business because now I'm, I am have an article in Forbes uh, and It didn't do anything. I don't don't think it did anything. It was great. It it felt legitimizing, but it didn't actually, it didn't like open the floodgates, right? It was just like one article and it was fun to put up and then it was kind of over. So I've learned over many years of thinking, oh, this is it or this thing over here. Like I'm going to get seen by these people and that's going to change everything. Like nothing is going to do that. You have to create it yourself, but you can if you want to. And it's just showing up and doing it, doing it. You don't have to be some sort of have some sort of special power. There's a lot of things you can do to make this easier. It's great to have systems and structure and be able to create that content and put it into a machine that you understand and that can market you while you're not there. These are all things that I do in the authority phase of the mastery program because that structure is going to make it a lot more effective a lot sooner. But you still have to you know, show up and, and do the, the work. And I'm sharing all of this because I think we're all inundated with marketing messaging that says that you can have that as if you don't have to do the work I just said. And I I think that's absolutely false. I took a program years ago that said you don't need any sort of content online to get clients and to close high ticket clients. What they were selling was that you needed to do paid advertising to a webinar that got people on a sales call. Then you had to be really good at this sales call. And you had to do some high-pressured sales. You had to actually close people on this on the call because these people came through an ad. They didn't know you. They got to know you in this webinar. That's great. But then you had to sell them on this phone call. And there's nothing wrong with that. But just remember, like you're putting your effort somewhere. If you're not putting your effort into creating that content that's going to do that trust building for you, then you're going to have to put that effort into being an amazing salesperson because something has to do that heavy lifting. Something has to move that, that prospect into being a client. And so in conclusion, if you want clients to come to you, you got to remember that that's a long game and it doesn't have to be that long. I've helped people build an authority machine where in less than a year, they went from like hunting for clients on LinkedIn all the time, To literally having this one client of mine, Alana, she was still hunting for clients in August. And by January, she had done $130,000 just in January for Q1. Like she had closed that much. She didn't, you know, she was executing it over months. Um, But she had closed $130,000 in January all from clients who were nurtured in her authority machine and came to her. So it doesn't have to take that long, but it's not something that's gonna happen overnight. And I want to share that with you because I think that at least I was tricked by a lot of the marketing messaging as if there was some magical thing there's some secret way where you could have clients come to you and not have to do anything to have the clients just show up at your door. So this is the No BS Agency podcast, right? I am being no BS right now. There is some work to be done in order to make that happen. And anybody who tells you there isn't is, is not being straight with you. But there are faster ways to do it. And certainly you don't have to figure it all out on your own. It took me years to figure out how to build this authority machine that I am then able to teach to people in, you know, a few months. So if you can save yourself years, that's worth it. But you still need to know that there is no magic bullet and you can't just hire somebody like a salesperson to go find the clients for you. That's just not how this works. And you know what else you can't find? I'm sorry, I'm being such a naysayer, but it's true. I've I've seen this, I've been working on this business for 10 years. I've had all the feelings of, oh, this is the answer, or that is the answer, right? relationships with people who said, oh, give me 10% and I'll send you clients. I mean, how many of us have signed contracts? I have multiple contracts with people who said, I said, yeah, gladly I'll give you 10% and you send me clients and right, they're going to send me all these clients now because they're making money. No, that's not how that works. Uh, I've learned from personal experience. I've had plenty of people send me referrals and they always do it, not because they're getting paid. They do it because they're genuinely a good fit for me and they're excited to recommend us because we make them look good because we do good work. So in my experience, all those deals, those contracts of of commission and trying to get people to pay, you pay them for those introductions and all of that stuff. It's not like a long-term solution unless you have some amazing relationship and, and I do think it's kind of a unicorn thing and it, it might exist. Uh, I'm not saying it doesn't exist ever, but it would have to be a unicorn relationship with somebody who happens to have just tons of ideal clients for you that aren't a good fit for them and they just feed them to you. And I have heard of that t- too. Uh, like somebody who's maybe older and they're closing up their business so they keep getting referrals, so they just refer it to the next person. That would be a great uh, that's a great situation. Even in that situation, I would challenge that person, though, to be thankful that they have that that funnel of clients and still invest in building their authority machine because when that funnel runs out, that person's business is going to shrivel up. And that's really why I've heard that story so many times because I talk to those people when their business is shriveling up and they say, I had a great run for years. This woman would send me clients and it was amazing. And now that she's you know, kind of out of the picture. I don't know how to get clients. So this is absolutely something that anybody who plans on having their business for the long term, if you want to have a business in five years, that is that where you are just sitting back and getting clients, the authority machine is what you need to build. And you can start now and you can keep doing what you're doing, but start building that authority machine so that in the next year or two, You don't ever have to do any more networking. You don't have to go meet people. You don't have to talk one-on-one with anybody. Ideal clients will knock on your door and fill up your email inbox saying, yes, I'm interested in working with you. Now, I guess I'm saying start now, but I don't mean start now. The first thing you need to do is make sure that you are profitable and you create some time and space to do that. So that's why. Everybody comes into my program and they're like, when can I get to authority machine? And I'm like, well, first we need to do the lead product and we need to do your bullseye product because we need to make sure that your business is profitable and tight so we can create time and space for you to do the authority machine because it does require some mental work and it's going to require some time up front in order to build it. But once you build it, you can sit back and enjoy the fruits of your labor for years and years to come. If that's something you're interested in learning more about, of course, you know, contact me and we can talk about the No BS Agency Mastery Program. Uh, Make sure you go join our Facebook group, No BS Agency Owners. And we talk about this in there all the time. And you can always just reach out to me, Pia, at NoBSAgencies.com. And let's talk. Let's see if building your authority machine is something that you want to do in the near future. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you love this podcast, if you love this episode, I would be grateful if you would share it with a friend who would benefit or better yet on Instagram in your stories and tag me at Pia Loves Your Biz. It really is the best way for others to find out about the show. And I thank you in advance for your help. I'll be back next week with more no BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease and freedom. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is "Knock 'Em Down by The Shrugs.